0: What's up everyone, welcome to the show. Today we are talking about how to build goals and a fitness strategy that is built around your burning desire. We're gonna talk about what the difference between goals, motivation and a burning desire is and how to turn it into a strategy. What's up everyone? In case we haven't met, my name is Rad Burmeister. I am going to be joined by my brother today, Yanni, and we are the co-founders of Unity Gym and the Unify Movement System, where we turn driven people into strong and flexible athletes. If you want to know how we do it, grab one of our blueprints, the Strength Blueprint, the Flexibility Blueprint, or the Nutrition Blueprint. There's a link in the description of this uh video if you're watching on youtube or in the comments for the podcast if you're listening to the podcast of course i'm joined today as well by richard he is up on the uh on the mixing deck how are you today richie good thanks Rudd. and how are you yanni
1: i'm really good i'm really good i'm really upset though in this very minute because uh i'm trying to find a book in my Uh, shelf of books over there. Uh, I I got an email from one of our guys online who is probably going to be on the stream this morning. He's on on often. And he asked me a question in the email, very specific to the one show that we decided to skip this week because uh, we we had a really important meeting, Rad and I had to be on a call with uh, some people that are working with us over in America. And the timing is always a bit weird because you know, the earlier we can get on is the better for them because it's late at night for them and we just couldn't get the, 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 the podcast recording done. Unfortunately, this was a very important uh, meeting. We have, we have a team of guys in the States helping to build out the back end of our online coaching program to, to um, improve the user experience. And that is a very, very important um, task for us at the moment. Because we want to make that online coaching experience as good as humanly possible. Anyway, my friend has sent an email asking, uh, expressing, and I'll read it. I won't read his name because it's a personal thing, but I'll read it. Hope you and the crew are doing well. Love the topic you guys are talking about this week. Earlier in the year, uh, for for those who don't know, we actually cycle through seasons of the same topics, but they level up every time because we learn more, we get better at communicating, and we get better questions from you guys. So it's never the same discussion, but it's kind of on point and on topic. Earlier in the year, I got a ton of value off this series and it really changed my life. Uh, he was one person who really took action from the stuff we were talking about. We always kick off the year, a new year with this topic and uh, and we go pretty deep and we did eight days on it at the start of the year. And uh, he said, I know that this time we will have a similar result. I can definitely appreciate the power of thought and mindset towards success and happiness. I personally struggle with anxiety and especially regret, Uh, something I can certainly relate to. I've dealt with depression and anxiety most of my life. I feel I think about something I did or said in the past that I'm not proud of and it's hard to accept it or let it go. It ends up cycling in my head over and over, creating a spiral which can lead to anxiety and uh, and depression I was wondering if you had any thoughts advice or experience dealing with this sort of thing which I absolutely do I've gone extremely deep on this topic and the book I'm trying to find is about the concept of cognitive fusion and it shares some very powerful strategies that are um, that, ha- that have been taught in a clinic in the in, in America in California. For many many years, called cognitive e meaning to uh, you know uh, what they what they teach, the philosophy they teach is about um, the fact that we tend to fuse to our emotions, our thoughts, feelings, emotions, and urges, and we start to make them part of our identity. Uh, but when we start to understand what's occurring in the body, it's just chemical reactions in the brain that are making us feel those things and react in certain ways. And we, once we learn to identify these chemical reactions, we can actually learn strategies to disassociate from them. and uh, And it's very, very powerful. And that was life saving for me. It was life changing going through this course and going through learning how to do this. And uh, you know, I, I would I, we were going to share a little bit about this. It's quite deep, and so that's the reason why it was the first um, show that I chose to skip because it is a very very deep topic, and a lot of people find it a little bit uh, full on. Um, but yeah, anyway, it's just upsetting because my friend has emailed asking this specific thing, and we're skipping it this week. So what I was trying to do was give him the book. Uh, that that it, that, it, that that this these scientists these psychos, um, psychologists have pr- put together. It's a f- it's four psychologists that have contributed to this book, and uh, I can't find it. May- it might be, it might be at home in my home. Do you library. remember what it's called? No, and that's the problem. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise I'd just say it. Yeah, uh, uh, and I have some books here that are very close to it's that old age, Aunt Yanni. Yeah, I have to I have to have a look. I have to have a look. Um, All of the books that I've got here were breakthroughs for me in different areas. Uh, Once I read this book, I went much deeper into understanding um, uh, what Candace B. Pert refers to as molecules of emotion. And her book is here. She's a Nobel Prize winning um scientist uh she actually was famous for and won the nobel prize for finding the opiate receptor uh, the neural peptide receptor in the brain that gave us opioids uh and things like morphine and stuff like that which is quite important very big and um it's uh, yeah anyway I'll, I'll 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 give you a uh, i'll list off those books in the comments if anyone's interested they're all fantastic but unfortunately neither of them i think are the one i was looking for today anyway back on topic how is everyone? Yeah, good. Good.
0: Ready to go. Ready to rock and roll.
1: So this week, we've, uh, we've really smashed through uh, some of the really important stuff. On the first day, which was Tuesday after our Farewell Physio Monday with Phil, we talked about creating a burning desire, uh, starting with why, when, when we're building goals. Goals are really important, uh, uh, excuse me, but what we're going to talk about today is that having a goal is the very first step and then writing it down is the second step, which increases your likelihood of success a little bit. Uh, And then when you revisit that goal and rewrite it down and share it publicly with a group of people or friends or family, and you get a bit of accountability, the chances of you succeeding raise to about 54%. But then if you create a strategy around that goal, You raise the chances of success to over 75 i think it's 76 percent i don't have the exact figures here and there's been a lot of research done on this so we get a goal we write it down and then we get into a habit of rewriting it down and sharing it with people and creating accountability around other people and then we create a strategy we reverse engineer steps that will get us there and we're going to go deep into how we do that today And that brings us up to sort of the 75, arguably 76% we're going to succeed. What we believe here at Unity Gym is to get that last 25%, you need to have created a burning desire. You need to have drilled down on the why behind that goal. Why is it important to you? And we do this very simple five why's exercise, which we do in our 28 day intensive, which we're we're actually doing a workshop here at the gym on the weekend. It will be produced into an online course soon. I know we've been promising it for a while, but we really wanna refine it and have some practice first. Uh, And once we drill down on that why, it's usually very, very deeply ingrained and and associated with with the tribe mentality, you know, um, um, social psychology. Uh, legacy, things like that. Uh, for Rad, Richard and myself, our why is very much associated to what we do here and how we influence people. Rad's why is very much in alignment with his movement practice. Um, and once we have all that, um, that becomes what we call our burning desire. And we, 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 we stole that or we borrowed that from the book, uh, Think and Grow Rich. And now the goal is, the final step, is to build a fitness strategy and goals around that burning desire, that's gonna support that burning desire. So you could say we are reverse engineering this whole process, and that's literally what we're doing. We're starting with why. Now we're gonna make sure that the goal that we've set or that we're thinking about, the reason why this goal is important to us, we're gonna make sure that that goal is really what we wanna achieve. And we at Unity Gym encourage people to do a 12-month goal. We call it our 12-month Big Hairy Audacious Goal, or BHAG. And once we've really clearly defined that, and it must be, as Rad said yesterday, something tangible. It cannot be wishy-washy. And yesterday, our question of the day was, what are some of your goals? And I would like to continue that. Richie can type this up for me. Question of the day again, what is your Big hairy, audacious, so BHAG, B-H-A-G, Richard, yep. 12-month goal. And that you can, let's say it's gonna be for, for 2021. What do you want to achieve, okay? We're coming into the final quarter. We're, we're, we're halfway, almost halfway through the final quarter of the year. Um, and we're gonna help you reverse engineer that today, okay? So we'll give you some examples. Uh, and let, let's start with Rad. Let's start with like one goal that you set yourself this year.
0: Uh, I wanted to do 150% body weight uh, bench press.
1: Cool. That's a really great tangible goal. Uh, there's, a, there's a number associated with it. And so then what the way we build that goal out is... 2021, Richie. Sorry.
0: Just edit that comment. Oh, That's what, what, yeah. We want to know what people want to achieve in 2021.
1: In 2021. i oh, you guys. That's all right. Uh, then what we want to do is we want to... Give it a time frame, so that the goal is no, n- now t- both tangible and timely. So, for Rad, it might have been, I want to do a one hundred and fifty percent body weight bench press um, by December it was by 30. December thirty first December thirty first. Okay, fantastic. Now the next step is, and and I, we're going to assume for everyone playing at home that we're setting that goal in January. Okay, so he's got twelve months to achieve that goal, and what we do then is to make it super tangible. Is we benchmark where he's at already. So let's say, for argument's sake, he is at. Uh, uh, let's let, let's try and give it numbers. So how much did you weigh? You weighed ninety kilos. Mm-hmm. It was one hundred and thirty-five. One hundred and thirty-five kilos is his goal weight. He weighed ninety, and I got his, up to
0: one ten for two before I injured my shoulder.
1: Yeah. And let's say where what was your starting point? 40 kilos? Cuz I was rehabbing my other shoulder. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what let's say what was your maximum lift at that point? Uh oh, um I don't know. Maybe maybe 90? Okay. So what we do is we get the benchmark. I I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it as easy as possible because Rad was, uh, well okay, no no let's, let's, let's do it realistically. Let's do exactly what happened. He started at 40 kilos because he was he was coming out of a shoulder rehab. He'd injured his shoulder doing some calisthenics. Uh, and so he starts at 40 kilos. So he goes from a 40 kilo, this is how the goal would look when you write it down on your fitness strategy worksheet. Uh, if we were doing it in Unity gym here. You go, you, from 40 kilo bench press, to 135 kilo bench press, which is 150% body weight by December 31st, 2020. That's the goal in a sentence, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, that's a very, very tangible, very, very measurable goal because we've got start to finish and what, what it is, all right? Then from there, we want to create what's referred to as stepping stones that we can evaluate our progress along the way. And I like to get people to do a nine-month check-in, a six-month check-in, a three-month check-in, and a one-month or 28-day, four-week check-in. That's, a, that's a, uh, almost a full cycle, almost a full mesocycle of training here at Unity Gym. And you could do mm-hmm. monthly, stepping stones if you really wanted to but in our worksheet for our fitness strategy we here at unity gym we only have space for a nine six three and one month or 28 day we call it check-in okay and so we sit we we, we get the our, our tribe to start thinking about what does success look like in nine months you will know that you're on track in nine months okay so for rad he would probably want to be from 40 he would wanna be at about 100 to 110 kilos by then because the last 25 kilos are gonna be the hardest to get. The first, uh, because he's coming back from a, an injury, once that injury is over, overcome uh, and healed, which he can expect to happen in about six weeks, then the, the first sort of 40 to 80, 90, 100 kilos is gonna come quite rapidly because his strength is gonna come back very quickly. So then, now we want to say, okay, in nine months' time, I want to be at 110 kilos and I'm working on the last 25 kilos of that bench in the last quarter of the year. That's very, very achievable. And I, you, you, for many of you, you're going to need to sort of sit with a coach or send, send through some questions on the, uh, if you're in the online coaching group and ask us how to do this, Okay. Uh, because you might need to get like to, to really reverse engineer a goal takes a little bit of experience and and it, that's where it's really really powerful to have a coach that will help you uh, that's what we do with our coaching guys and that's what we do with our tribe here at unity gym then we figure out okay what does it look what does success look like in six months then we figure out what does success look like in three months and then we go okay where do I want to be in 28 days to know that I'm heading in the right direction so for Rad, in that instance, it would probably, probably be, you know, doing um, a, pro- a full workout at maybe a 60 kilo bench with zero pain in his shoulder. You know, he wants to have overcome that shoulder injury uh, pretty much entirely. He wants to have set a benchmark in his external rotator because we know based on our anatomical structural balance blueprint what uh balance looks like what structural balance looks like and he will want to have his rotator cuff movements and his trap three movements uh on par with his bench press in 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 at least a month or two you know and that will take a couple of training cycles to get it right because he's coming back from an injury a rotator cuff tear it was a slap tear wasn't it yep Uh, and so now we start to get a picture of what where we're going with this and what, and, and what it looks like and what success looks like. And you wanna build this out and you'll get better and better and better at it along the way. And then the final step to that process is, what do I do on a daily basis? Because all of what I've just said there is not tangible right here and right now. There's nothing he can do right now this day that's gonna get him to a pain-free uh, shoulder doing 60 kilos in balance with his external rotator and his trap three raise. So what do I do today to be able to do that? And this is where the, the, the rubber meets the road, hypothetically. This is where you literally create your program and the program should always have a strategy for movement, nutrition, and mindset. Because remember, you're not only, and this is what we were hinting on uh, today uh, earlier on with the question that came through overnight via email, you will have hurdles along the way, whether it's that he re-injures his shoulder or whether it's that he has some st- um, some stuff he needs to deal with at home, his kid might have a, uh, his son, Uh, Kiani might have a bad week of sleep, which is gonna interfere with his sleep. So he's going to need to have a strategy to to recenter himself uh, and and that's very, very important. So he's got a a mindset strategy. And for us, it's very, very simple, three steps, meditation, affirmation, visualization, and we do that daily. Uh, Then we have a nutrition strategy and the nutrition strategy must be in alignment with his performance goal, which is, reduce systemic inflammation, cultivate a healthy gut microbiome so that his recovery is spot on, meaning that his body is digesting the food properly and extracting the nutrients he needs to refuel and furnish his goal. And then he needs to make sure that he's getting enough muscle protein synthesis every day to recover. So he's building his nutrition around protein and things like Mm. that, all of these things. So there's a strategy for nutrition. And then there needs to be a movement strategy, which is his exercise program and his recovery program. So he needs to figure out what his workouts are gonna look like to, to, to support this. And then he gets busy time blocking those things into his day and he has a, he'll produce a program card where he can record and measure his success. And Rad is actually very meticulous at that. You love your program cards, don't you? I do. So, what is your, so let's talk about it. What does your day look like? Um, on a, on a, uh, what are the things, what are the tangible action steps that you take on a day-to-day basis to support that goal?
0: Um, I do, I meditate, I- Tell us
1: about, you you use the Sam Harris app, right? Yep. Yep. So share that with people. Yeah, I I
0: use the waking up app. It's a 10 minute daily meditation, which I've found is the best. Yep. Um, it's really, really beneficial and, um, it's the, by a country mile, it's the best app that I've ever, the best tool that I've ever found to do real meditation. It's not these wishy-washy guided meditations where they're talking about um, you know being in a field and feel your legs relax like those are all in my experience like they're nice they're comp- they they make you feel good and maybe they give you a, a meditation but the Sam Harris waking up app he actually teaches you in a in a really um, in a s- in a step-by-step process of of what the goal of meditation is and, and how to do it um, so yeah, that's, uh, I've found it to be the best. Um, and then I read my affirmations and yeah, um, look at my goals, remind myself of my goals. And then beyond that, I, um, yeah, I just do my daily movement practice. I have a program that's written out. It's very, very structured. It is not, I do not turn up to workouts not knowing exactly what I'm about to do. I've, everything that I'm gonna do in a week is, is exactly planned out. And um, that's taken me decades to learn how to do. Yep. I remember when I first became a personal trainer and I was a we, we, you're a qualified personal trainer. you you've been you've done a, a course on how to do this as a job. And then getting into a gym and people coming to you with their goals and then writing a program for them, I had no idea what I was doing. Yep. no idea. it took it took me a long time to really know how to write a program and how to do it, a very, very long time. A lot of courses, a lot of trial and error, a lot of writing something and then having someone like Phil who is, has a degree in exercise sports science look at it and go, mm, well, you know, it actually, you might want to do it this way. So, you know, and that's what the UMS does. That, you know, and I literally, I do exactly what the UMS is. That's what I do. I don't do anything different. It's just that the UMS is my version of the UMS, and that's what we teach people to do.
1: Well, that's what everyone's. What everybody does. Once you you get through the foundations program, and what what, um, we have a uh, a Mm. Google uh, spreadsheet, which is a template that actually pre-sort of uh, which helps you get through your assessments and helps you build your programs. Google, stop. It's listening, well, yeah. it's listening to us, everything we do and, um, and that's, yeah, so all of these tools come together and then one of the most important things that Rat hasn't alluded to there is that our, his calendar is time-blocked, meaning that those things that he does, his, his mindset, his nutrition, you know, if I look at his calendar, it's, it looks very similar to mine where his protein shakes are time-blocked into his calendar. His training is time-blocked into his calendar. His uh, dinner block is time-blocked into his calendar. That becomes part of the accountability process and it becomes part of the program. And then it becomes a matter of all you've got to do, all you've got to focus on to achieve success is protecting your schedule, protecting your time. And... Uh, and, and evaluating what, what, you know, what works and what doesn't is always gonna be a small part of that. You know? But um, this, is, you know, this is the real difference between someone who just has a goal and someone who achieves a goal, someone who engineers their goal. Goals don't happen by accident. Success achieving goals does not happen by accident. It happens through engineering. You have to engineer your goals. And this is where most people stuff up, you know, all of the mindset stuff, the motivation stuff that we teach, it's about, you know, motivation is not, uh, to us, motivation is not how you feel when you get up in the morning. Mm. Motivation is something you engineer, you know, And and you engineer it through, I guess you could say hacking the system. You engineer it through taking specific action towards achieving what you want to achieve and we do this guys we do this in every part of our life in our business in our in our personal lives you know in everything that we do uh, we engineer our success and that's something that hasn't happened by accident we've been taught how to do that this is something that you can learn success is not something that you're born with And it's not something that you get by accident. It's something that you learn, that you engineer, you learn to create for yourself. We spoke about this, Rad mentioned yesterday, life, a lot of people think life happens to us. Successful people understand life happens for us and we can engineer it and we can engineer the outcomes that we get, you know? Uh, And it all starts with the way we think about it, thoughts. Yeah, absolutely yeah look if you you know there's this old
0: saying um failing to plan is planning to fail um and it's it's so true it's there's just yeah there's there's these commonalities between the people that are doing the things that you want to be able to do and this this is them 100 you know? percent. They have plans they go through things they um they are they have a level of um uh, th- the funniest thing that i think is when i see when I have conversations with friends who, you know, are good friends of mine, but when, when you say things to them like this, like for example, like people would say when I when I'll go out for dinner and they go, Oh, let's get this, you know, to eat and it will be something that isn't within my dietary guidelines. It'll be something like a pizza or whatever that I love as a cheat meal or as a as a as a rare occasion. I don't I as don't treat like as a treat. Yeah, I don't really like the word ch- the, the term cheat No, meal. it's a it's, fucking treat it's meal. It's a treat, but, you know, and I'll eat, I love pizza. I eat pizzas, I eat burgers, um, and I try to avoid chocolate because it is my Achilles heel, but I do eat it sometimes. Um, but when somebody off the cuff will say, we're going out, let's get a burger, let's get a pizza, let's get this, let's get that, and I'll go, well, no, that's not in my plan. It's not my day today. Like, I've eaten enough of that food in the last couple of weeks, you know, to hit my quota. And people look at me and go, well, that's no way to live. Like, wh- why, would, why would you live your life like that? And I, I just laugh and I think, I would say the same to you, the way you're yeah. living your life, that is no way to live. Like yeah. you're not achieving any goals. Your body looks shit. Yeah. You're in a horrible state of health, but you, but you think that the way to live is that you can just eat whatever you want, whenever you want, and that's the way to live. The, the,
1: like, the, the, they, they say that the way to live is, uh, mo- and most people do this, the way to live is to, distract yourself from reality through addiction whether it be food alcohol or drugs and the vast majority of people that's what they're doing they're they're they're, um in a cycle of uh the 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 fastest route to the next hit (laughs) the fastest path to the next hit whether that be friday evening drinks and trust me i i say this through experience because I've been, I, you know, and it's funny, Lee Clements has just said here, you guys are so disciplined, many people don't appreciate the planning that goes, that's gone into success. 110%, well, you're right there. But the discipline part, uh, you would be shocked at how much we cycle through the good and the bad. You, I mean, I've come, I've don't,
0: just- Lee, you don't understand the demons that Yanni and I fight yeah. on a regular basis. We, we come from the most hedonistic background you, I reckon like we, we push the, the limit between what would be categorized as a normal functioning person and like a, a hedonistic junkie, yeah. you know, literally. At times of our lives, and we go back to the dark side sometimes where we, we snap out of it and go, fucking hell, I've fallen back into this habit of drinking again on the weekends, you know um so you you say these words you guys are so disciplined yeah we are we are compared to the average person but fuck me it does not come easy and it is not something that we were born with and it is not something that is even has even been a consistency in our life even even up to recent times like and the biggest battle that almost the biggest battle that that we have is just with the the people that are around us that are the closest that are closest to us that you know, you, you struggle with trying to live this disciplined life and, and create also a life that the people around you want to be a part of. Yeah, 100%. You know? Because it is a, at least in my experience, it's a, a, it's, a it's a pretty lonely journey <laughs> living, living this kind of disciplined life. You know, there's not a lot of people that um, that relate to it. Most people that are close to us, Um, refer to it
1: as being very extreme and very obsessive but well it's it it and this is why it's so Mm -hmm. important to put bring people into your social circle that uh, that you emanate and 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 relate to and you know I had a really I had some really tough times this year being in the position that I'm in in the organization I was dealing with legal matters all year you know finance um, with the the coronavirus really affecting our gym, and and you know we had to we had to we had some pretty heavy moments where we had to make tough choices as to whether to shut the gym permanently and have another crack at it once this this whole health pandemic had run through, because we were just hemorrhaging money and and we've been in and out of legal battles with with um, uh, with lawyers and oh man, it's been full on and and it's been very hard at times for me because you. You don't have many people, being a, the CEO of a company, you don't have many people that you can talk to that will relate to what you're experiencing and going through. And uh, it it is, it is really, really, yeah, as Rad said, quite lonely at times, you know. But you need to understand that the reason for our success is because of the foundation we have built using all these little strategies that we talk about on this podcast that center us again whenever we fall off the wagon we bounce off the ground and land back on it because of the foundation we've created which has taken a decade you know it's not something that happens overnight uh and and this is why these things are so important because you 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 know (laughs) uh it, it, it it's 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 hard to explain to, to people who don't who, who don't practice affirmations who don't practice meditation who don't practice exercise every day who don't uh set goals and build strategies and and then see how those things come to fruition in whatever shape or form or how whatever um pathway ends up unfolding it's phenomenal to see how much of the stuff that you put down on paper and you you affirm in your mind over and over again every day, how it actually comes to fruition, you know, yeah, if you want it to.
0: Like I was, I, I had goals that I was trying to achieve for 10 years and I never knew this stuff, you know, through my 20s. I didn't know any of it. I started to learn about it, as I said, like in my later 20s when we watched The Secret yep. and there were elements of what I did, but I didn't like that that concept of the secret didn't bring it all together for me it, t- it it was too much about just the thought part of it and the being aware of it it wasn't enough about the action part yep. and but it, and, and i just never achieved my goals nothing i ever set ever ever came to fruition and it wasn't until doing all of this stuff you know that we that we really got to um you know to hit it we're out of time yeah I know the last thing
1: I want to say Sharon Lynn said here um, I love that she's brought up the concept of freedom freedom isn't do whatever you want discipline gives me more freedom Uh, I agree 100% but what I I would I would argue that the majority of people don't have a clue what the concept of freedom is Uh, freedom isn't free there's a there's hefty fucking fee well this is the point most people people are slaves to something whether it's their mortgage their finances their work their career whatever you know and my idea of freedom is financial time and location freedom meaning that I have the, the, the whatever um, amount of, of money I need to do whatever the hell I want I can do it whenever I want and I can do it from ever, wherever I want and that is to me freedom and that's what we're creating for ourselves here with our business and if you if you think that having to give up a few um, addictions along the way alcohol drugs shitty food um, or just wasting your time doing, you know, doing things that aren't moving you towards your goal. It, it, to create financial time and location freedom. If you think that that's a silly thing to do, fuck you! Got rocks in your head, mate. You know, that's just ridiculous. Uh, well, anyway.
0: you know, the, the, it's all the short term, um, you know, like when you drink alcohol or when you eat sugar or take drugs or eat food that's shit for you, it's an immediate, immediate sense of pleasure. It happens immediately. Yeah. So you can feel shit at any time and go, oh, I want to feel better and do any of those things and you'll feel better. But all the other things. they It's very, very it, short term. Yeah, and, what,
1: and what people fail to understand is that they're addicted to the dopamine that's released from that thing. Us. you know all right let's all go. Guys, let's we, jump over to the online coaching group for everyone in the ums online coaching we'll see you over there in about 60 seconds maybe two minutes richie needs to get the stream up have a great weekend everybody thank you for joining us and thank you so much for the engagement and the conversation it was a pleasure having tom wood lee clements sharon lynn Uh, I was going to say Richard Lelly's on there, but we had Daljit as well and um, a bunch of people on the live stream engaging, which is really, really cool. Thank you very, very much. Have a fantastic weekend wherever you are in the world, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Health is about performance,
0: not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get
1: there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the
0: consistency and frequency that's gonna get you there, it's not the intensity.